Welcome to the Rural Revival Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Larson. On today's episode, we're with Melissa Lyons of Melissa Lyons Art in Beaufort, South Carolina. Melissa was a military wife trying to make more money for her family when she started painting. And now 11 years later, her art has landed her in places like Hobby Lobby and Target. And she's hosting creative weekends to help teach others everything she knows. She's sharing her powerful story and what she has walked through to get to where she is today and how those dreams and desires that are in all of us are there for a reason. Before we get started, I have some exciting news. Since the beginning of Rural Revival, I've worked hard to find ways to tap into my experience in marketing and communication, apply that to strategies that work for small towns and small businesses, and empower you to take that information and run with it. Honestly, it's always been a dream of mine to have a rural-based design agency that employs people who also live in and love small towns. I now have the right team in place and we have officially launched Branded by Rural Revival, a rural design studio for small businesses and small towns. Right now, we're focused on websites and social media and helping you grow your business online. Our premium website templates and packages are designed to help you quickly build and launch your website so you can start attracting your dream clients, reaching people in and beyond your small town, and doing what you were made to do. And our social media course will teach you to leverage engagement so you can authentically reach your audience. You can find out more at brandedbyruralrevival.co or through our socials, and you can find those links in the show notes. We can't wait to help you grow your business online. And now, here we go with Melissa Lyons. All right, we're here today with Melissa Lyons of Melissa Lyons Art in Beaufort, South Carolina. Melissa, thanks for being on the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about you. What's the background story behind what got you to where you are today? Well, God just told me to paint in 2012. (laughs) So I was actually a military wife trying to make more money because when you're in the military and you're young, you just don't make any money. Yeah. Okay. So I was a stay-at-home mom and I just really wanted to be that way because my kids were very important to me in the home. I had to be like their stability because my husband was always deploying. Yeah. Okay. So I started watching kids and I hated it. I hated it. I thought this is what I'm supposed to do. And I just was getting nothing from it. And so I just remember um, the moment that God told me to start painting. And I went back and forth like, should I, you know, this is like the good Christian mom thing to do is to watch kids. Okay. And so then I just struggled with this. And even the church that I was going to told me that I should probably just watch kids. Wow. But I knew that God had told me something different. And so I just believed him. And I started painting February 12th, 2012. And nobody ever called me again to watch kids. Wow. It like died. It just stopped. And so I just painted. And then two years to the day, like the exact day, February 12th, 2014, I had a contract with an agent and my work was going into stores all over the world. Wow. Yeah. And you started out literally not knowing how to paint. No. Not a thing. Wow. 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 (laughs) So what, 
I mean, walk us through that process. What was that like? So I, you know, we had no money and art supplies can be like really expensive, especially when you're just like living paycheck to paycheck in the military, which is very common military wives. You know, it's just like you're supporting your husbands and you're, you're the support system, but you, you know, you're always moving. And so it's hard to like have like a job, you know? Okay. And so uh, I made wood signs which was also terrible for me. I hated it because I'm not a crafty person. So I made these wood signs and I did it to um, just make some cash to to buy art supplies. So then I would just paint. I just painted every day. I just painted every day. Started a social media, had like 200 followers. And did you just take people through that process? Yeah, I just posted what I painted and I was very excited about it Uh because I was just very happy to be doing it. And so I'm not sure if people were just like having pity on me or if, cause you know, when you start painting, things aren't like amazing, but you know, it was a different group of people and they were supporting me and then it just grew. It just grew. So did eventually you kind of find your way into this is my style and this is what I really feel like I'm good at? Yeah. So I really fought that too in the beginning because I was in the beginning, um, so I had, I had heard what God had said, and that was just to paint. Mm-hmm. But then I started to get into the industry of big box stores and publishers and people who are in that industry, and they're telling you what to do and what's popular and what the color of the year is and what everything should be. And I experienced like three years of just terrible creativity, like nothing worked because I was trying to do what everybody was telling me to do. Um, so then after a couple years of that, I just decided to just paint what I wanted to paint. And then everything just really started from there. Wow. So how did, did you know, these big box stores and stuff, did they find you? Or yes. How did that, okay. Yes. Everything's always come to me. Huh. Everything's always come to me. So did they share with you how they found you? Social media. Wow. Yeah, just out there, just got in there. Front of my them. little, my little like two hundred people Instagram or Facebook page, and that's how they found me. Amazing, mm-hmm. amazing. So, I mean, was it a hobby, or was it? Did you start it like I feel like I'm supposed to do this for business, so I'm just gonna figure this out. So, I was always artistic when I was a kid. Like I always just loved art. Um, so I had, you know, it was in me that I love art. Mm-hmm. I come from a very like artsy Norwegian family where we're all just like very into like um, art and music and food and cult. Like we're just really those people. Yeah. And so it was always like inside of me. Um, but I really felt led to make money. Okay. So it was not a hobby. And yeah. everybody knows this about me, that I do not paint as a hobby. I really enjoy business. So mo- I don't really, I consider myself an artist, but I more consider myself like an entrepreneur um, because I love to interact with people. I love to sell my work. I love to work with clients and designers. And I don't just love to paint. I love to create a story. I love to create my whole social media. I love staging my artwork. I love photography. So there's like a whole business behind it that was fascinating to me. So good. So at the time all this was happening, you were living in California, right? I was in Texas. Oh, you're in Texas? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. And this was all happening Amongst out of your the home. Cows. Amongst the cows. Uh, I painted cows. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible, actually, painting cows. <laughs> because, again, I was doing what I was supposed to do, right? But I opened up a special shop on Etsy. I started on Etsy. And it was called Boutique 419. And my husband and I are very drawn to... Um, Matthew 419, I will make you fishers of men. And so we just knew that that's, that verse has always been on our, both of our hearts. And so I called it boutique 419 and like I, it was coastal. The whole shop was a coastal shop. So in the middle of Texas, I was like making coastal art. So it's like, I knew that it was in me from there. Wow. You know, amongst all the art in Texas, which is like, you know, uh, landscapes and like cows. Farmhouse. Farmhouse. Like, yeah. and, and that's not me at all. Yeah. And I was, I knew that I, I, I was always drawn to coastal art. And this was before, did you have any clue that you would live on the coast at that time? Well, we kind of, we, so also, I guess my husband joined the Navy and we just, I just told him, you better join, if you're going to join the military, you better join the Navy because I have to live on the water. <laughs> so yeah. that's, you know, probably why. And that also just benefited us artistically for me because we've lived Virginia, we've lived North Carolina, um, Texas, we were, you know, three hours from the coast, we live San Diego, we've lived on, we've been just so blessed to live on the coast and that's what my art primarily is, coastal. Yeah. yeah. So what brought you to Beaufort? The the Navy did. Five years ago, Five we moved here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And at this point, you had never had a storefront, still working out of your home every place, right? Yes. But in California, I had it on my heart that I, God put it on my heart that I would have a storefront. Okay. And so I just would drive around with my kids and just go to all the small little towns. We lived in Temecula. Okay. And I would just imagine I would take pictures of cute storefronts and then I would just like Photoshop my name above this. I love it. <laughs> and I would just imagine what it would look like and how it would be. And I just thought, okay, what does my life look like? Like, do I get up every day? Do I, do I come here in the morning? What does it look like? And, you know, I just knew that that would happen. And then we moved to Beaufort. Mm-hmm. And so did you pursue the storefront right away? Or? Um, I joined a group of women down the street who have a little like loft art, you know, sharing space. And I had a little like tiny little studio amongst people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that worked for about six months. And it was just kind of, we just moved here and I was feeling things out, but that just did not work out for me. I just knew that I was supposed to <clears throat> have a space that was all mine. I just knew that there was more. So I left and my, I was very sad because I thought this is my one and only shot. And then my best friend had a dream and she, a prophetic dream. And it was about me having my own shop. And so when I came downtown, um, six months later, my shop was available for rent. Wow. So how many years have you been in there now? Four. Four. Okay. Yeah. So on top of your storefront, you also do these creative weekends. And that's been a part of your painting for a while, right? Yeah, Yeah. right, right. Tell us about what that looks like. I think they're amazing. So I don't know. 
I had uh, everything that I've ever done. And actually, this is kind of odd, too. So when I first started painting, I didn't think that like actual normal people painted. Like, I just thought that it was like, you know, the special chosen people in museums. Like, I just really had yeah. no idea that this actually was a thing. So everything that I've always done has just been inspired um, by the spirit of God. And I didn't actually know that it was a thing. So I just remember finding so much freedom um, in painting and in my personal life in California, just being in the word all day, painting. And I just had this idea that I just wanted to share that with other women. Like I just wanted them to come out. Like I just had this thought, wow, I love all my followers so much. And they're just, we're, I just love, you know, the women who follow me. And I just wish that they could experience what I'm experiencing. So I just came up with this weekend event where they would come and stay in my house and we would just paint. And, you know, I would teach them all the things that God had taught me on how to like box and ship art, how to create a website, how to sell your art, what supplies to use. And, um, and then it just became a thing. Wow. So how many of these do you do a year? So it started out with just seasonally, okay. like spring and fall. Um, and then we moved here and I could only do a few of them because of the weather, sure. because I was in my garage at my house. <laughs> and so then I just knew that I needed a permanent space. So that's where we're at now is this permanent space, which I hope to be doing these every month for the rest of time until the Lord comes back. I love it. Guys, go to her Instagram and you can see this amazing space. We're sitting in it right now. It's incredible. It's so beautiful. Yeah. And peaceful. Yeah. So now that you have this new space. Yeah. What does the weekend look like for people? I know you're sold out for the next few, but for upcoming well, ones. So Friday, so everybody comes in on a Friday, but you know, I just always make it like you can make it whatever you want. We're in Beaufort now. So like you can make this a whole vacation for yourself, bring your family, or you just come yourself. And if you have absolutely, if you're just like, I just need to get there because I need to get there and get, you know, figure this out. Friday is when you come in. Um, we have dinner, we get to know each other. I paint, um, I share a little bit of my testimony. Saturday is like painting all day from like sun up to like middle of the night. Mm -hmm. I've had some women come and stay. We're painting until like two, 3 AM. It's like just completely open. I'm, I'm available. I make myself available for whatever. A lot of ministry goes on. And then Sunday, um, is me teaching the business. Like, what does it look like? Where do I get my boxes? How do I pack? How do I ship a piece of art that I make to a client? How, you know, how do I photograph it? How do I do all like the logistical things? Mm -hmm. Like it's happy. It's happy. That's why I want my women to come here to a beautiful space because I feel like women don't think that they deserve that mm. or that they, their life could look like that. Like your life is not just all laundry and cleaning your kitchen and running errands. Like you're, you like, there's a whole life like that God has for you, whatever you enjoy doing, cooking, gardening, owning a business. Like my daughter is started baking when she was seven and I started a business for her and she sells, she, at one point, two years ago, she would sell like $500 a month. She did bridal parties. She did a wedding. Wow. And, and she, she's how old by the way? 11 now yeah. well, she just turned 12 yeah. but she started when she was seven so on my other daughter grace she loved to take pictures so I started a photography business for her she was eight 
I sold her photography because I want my kids to see that like their hobbies are businesses. You can make money doing the things that you love to do. That's so good. You're also doing a mom's art camp this yeah. summer. Yes. So, you know, these things are just like things that I just create because I feel like I would have wanted it if it was in my life. Like I, it wasn't available to me. So this isn't like something that is already done. I don't know if anybody's ever done this, but I just really love summer camp. Yeah. And I got, you know, I, I was saved at summer camp and I love summer camp. And so I just thought, well, we need to have like a mom's camp, that feeling of, you know, that feeling of camp. Um, and so that's what we're going to do this summer. And Lucy's going to be here, my daughter, to, you know, because I, I want kids to come. Yeah. I want it to be like a family environment. I love that so much. Um, so how do people get involved in that? So um, through my website. And um, I always post things on Instagram and Facebook. Okay. So you can go check that out there. What are some of the biggest lessons you've learned on this journey? Good or bad? Um, that whatever I'm doing is not about me and it's really just effortless when we lean into who we are in Christ mm -hmm. and we stop trying to lean on our own knowledge and wisdom, um, for what we think is right. Like the world tells us the right way. You know, I think even the word says like, there's a way that seems right to man, but in the end it leads to death. You know, just like trying to be somebody that you're not, trying to paint a way that looks like somebody else, trying to, you know, creatively just emulate something in the world. But God just really created us with like a personality and desires and like the things that we love. Like, for instance, I love Norwegian culture. And so I used to paint these patterns of things and it, I couldn't understand why I was so drawn to pattern. And then it didn't really like effectively work until I moved to Beaufort when I started painting shells. Really? So like there's this whole thing inside of me that I didn't know what it was for or how I could utilize it until I got to the place where I was supposed to be. So good. So for people listening and hearing that, like they're, I know that so many of our listeners, they know that there's this thing inside of them mm -hmm. to bring out. And what would you tell them? Like, how do you go about, like you said, you knew it was in you, but you had to just get it out. So what mm -hmm. would you say to, to people like that? I know for me that God works through desires. And he puts desires in you. And people want to not listen to that voice and make wrong decisions and think that they're doing things they shouldn't do or making the wrong choice. But I just believe that God is so good and he just puts it inside of you already. And you're just supposed to act on the desires that are in you because they're from, they're from him. The Bible says that if you are soft to the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart. So if you love him and you want to do his will and fulfill his purpose, he's not going to lead you the wrong way. Yeah. He's going to provide everything you need to make it happen. And you're just going to have to walk by faith because that's the only way to relate to God is through faith. Yeah. Right. Not our experience in the natural world. Like, 
you know, I never really had, I didn't have, I don't always have like the funds or the things in advance of things to make things happen. It's always, it just comes. Taking that step of faith. Yes. Yeah. It's just one foot in front of the other, one thing, one small thing for a very long time. You know, like I've, I've painted every single day for 11 years, minus a few days where we've moved. So maybe like under 30 days in 11 years, I've not painted. Wow. So, I mean, it's kind of just doing what you're supposed to do every day for the rest of the time. (laughs) (laughs) But for real. (laughs) Like, it just, it never stops, you know? Like, you just do it over and over again. And you keep getting better. And you just keep getting better. Yeah. I love that. Talk about your mindset and how you have seen that shift because I think mindset is such an important part of being an entrepreneur that we don't talk about as much as I think we should. Mm -hmm. Well, again, I can't talk about it without talking about the blessing of the Lord because it literally takes all the weight off of me and puts it back onto God. And it, it shows me that I just do what I'm doing in this natural world, whether I'm painting, cooking, starting a catering business, like whatever is going on, whatever I'm called to do, whatever, whatever I'm doing, it's just, it has to work because God said so. Okay. So I think the, the, I notice a lot of people around me, even in small businesses talk in relation to the world, like, well, this is a slow season or this, the world shut down and we have supply chain issues or, or this town doesn't have enough people or I don't, we can't see things like, and they're always relating to their businesses naturally in the natural earthly realm of what they can see and what the world is telling them is going on in the economy. So I just remember when we, when the whole world shut down and 2020 I was standing in my shop the day that every our street shut down and the Holy Spirit just inspired me to just say I'm not going down with this ship it was very specific words and I just spoke them out loud and I said I'm not going down with this ship like I am blessed and prosperous and I am not gonna go down I had my best year yet when everything shut down oh good so that's so good I wish I could say things that are like worldly, but I can't Mm because it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. You have a really powerful story. Well, I think the reason why is that people see me now and they see, oh, wow, look at her. But they don't see that my husband was a drunk, an angry drunk. And they don't see that I was an adulterer and I cheated on him a million times. They don't see like all the things that we walk through, which we share on our website in great detail. And we love to share. But I just think it's so powerful to see that like God would bless me so greatly, but knowing who I was and that this this is an example to everybody just like just like peter and his anger and um david and his adultery and just all the things that people had well it doesn't stop god from blessing you and providing for you and being a good father to you and the more you find your identity in christ 
the more you're able to walk out your calling and not feel like you're not worthy of being blessed because God's not blessing us or providing for us in our businesses and in our families because of how good we are. It's because of how good he is. Right. So, um, you know, our testimony is that our marriage is repaired and my husband hasn't had a drink in 12 years. And, um, you know, like he just, you know, we just made a choice every time it was a choice. I don't want to live this way anymore. I can't do this on my own. And then for me, like things were taken away instantly because I just made a choice like emotional affairs. All these things were a cry for help that I wasn't leaning into God and receiving love from him, you know? Yeah. So is there a correlation between when all that happened and when you started painting? So, so some of the things were, most of those things were happening when I started painting, which is actually very valuable because it shows that God isn't looking at me based on what, you know, the sin that I was in at the time or my husband, he just is a blessing God. Right. And so he's trying to get us out of the pit. So it wasn't like, okay, now you're good enough to receive this, or now you're good enough to be an artist it just happened while all these things were going on. So good. So now all these years later, you've had all these successes that most people would say, I've checked the boxes, you know, I'm in major box stores. I, I've done all these things, but I can tell just knowing you that there's more. So what's next for you? Well, I just love to, um, encourage women I just love to encourage people. So I just love for the women who are stuck creatively to just come out of that and live the abundant life that God uh, came to give us. And so it's never, there's, it's, there's always more because there's million, there's billions of people here. Right. So none of that really actually excites me. Like I don't like to talk about art in my shop. People come in And they want to ask questions about like where I studied, where I got my degree, and I just can't answer these questions. And I'm not that way. I don't, it's God, it's God, right? And so I don't like love to talk about art. I love to talk about freedom in Christ. Yeah. So this new space is a place for that. I love that. Is there anything else that we, I mean, there's so much, but like, (laughs) what else would you like to talk about? I just feel like things are um, moving in a direction where we need to, as um, people collectively here, we need to be able to be confident to start businesses and to let God bless the work that we put our hand to. Um, there's certain things in the world that have happened in the last couple years. Um, you know, my husband was in the military and decided not to be vaccinated. And um, because of that, he was threatened, you know, with dishonorable discharge and um, lots of other things. And so because of that, we made a choice to get out on our own terms. And we gave up our entire retirement. We gave up our all of our benefits. And in just a moment, my husband completely lost his entire almost 17-year career in the Navy wow. as a senior chief. 
one of the best. But in 2014, God told me to write a letter to my husband. And I did, and I sealed it up. And it was about how he would be getting out, and it wouldn't be the way that we thought. And at the bottom, I just wrote the words, God will provide. And so this is the same time that I started my handmade business from home, right? And when we were faced with this decision, there was a lot of fear. People had a lot of fear um, about leaving the security of, you know, your, your job security and your life. But we didn't because God you know, showed me how to start my own business. I've never had, I never went to college. People think, oh, well, she just has so much. You know, people want to talk about, you know, like privilege. Well, you know, I was a stay-at-home mom with no college, no business, no money, two kids. I had a baby. I had a nursing baby and a toddler, a husband who was always deployed or gone training. And that's when I started painting was when I had all that going on. So I did, there was no like destination of waiting for whatever to happen in order for me to be more secure. No, I just started in the complete disaster that it was when it was. And when my husband was faced with this decision, we had so much peace and joy because now my business is our income. Yeah. And we were able to make that choice. And I just feel like people have to, in this world, make a decision that you're either going to work for somebody and be miserable, or you're going to take the leap and start your own business. And you're going to let God bless you, you know, and you're not going to be confined by the world because there's so much that God has put into people that I think they, they don't understand that they can earn money from it. Yeah. It goes back to those desires are in your heart for a reason. Yes. Yeah. Right. So good. What advice would you have for small business owners? <laughs> just to just keep going and just every day keep going and wa- just do, oh God, I don't know. It's so hard to like, it's so hard for me to separate small business from God. Yeah. Like I can't, it doesn't work for me if it's not, if I don't have his blessing, it's going to be hard. It's uh-huh. not going to work. But he's offering that to anybody who will receive that. So, you know, even, I mean, I don't know. I just, I just believe God's word. Yeah. I'm only here because God told me to paint. Like when Jesus told, well, Peter asked Jesus, if it's you bid me to come right and walk on the water. Jesus didn't tell him to walk on the water, but Peter said, if it's you tell me to do this. And he said, come. And I always say that the like Jesus or Peter walked on water because he said that one word come like that's what his word was to stand on and that's what made that possible God just told me to paint I don't have this big huge plan revealed to me in the beginning it's not all there I never had a business plan I never had things all lined up I just walked every day with what with what God was telling me to do Mm mm-hmm and what I see in your story is he just keeps revealing you to you the next step mm-hmm. and the next thing to do. Yeah, because God is, um, he's not overpowered. He's giving us free will. He really cares about free will. And he wants us to, be, to make a choice. He's not forcing us to do things, even in ministry. It's just our choice. We get to do it. And so I know for me, a lot of times, and this might help, 
this, this particular thing might help somebody is that when I'm faced with a business like decision, sometimes I still go back to the, to the way of thinking like, well, I need to have the money or whatever before I go. (laughs) But usually it comes after I've made the choice to move on to the next step right? Because God is wanting us to be a partner with him and he wants us to choose, right? So it's not going to, it's not forced on us. So we just walk by faith again. But you know, most every time, every, the provision for things comes after I've made the decision. So good. Well, how do we follow along with everything that you're doing? So I post a lot on social media every day, all day. So I would say there, but my website, um, you know, that's where, I mean, that's where everything is. Okay. Well, we will link to all that in the show notes. Definitely go give Melissa a follow, check out the website. Well, I love to see how all of this has unfolded in Melissa's life to get to where she is today. And I'm a little obsessed with her creative weekends and I can't wait to come attend one soon. They are selling out quickly. So if you want in, don't wait on it. You can find out all the details, check out Melissa's art and give her a follow at the links in the show notes. Huge thanks to Melissa for being on the podcast and thanks to you for tuning in. Have a great day, everybody.